Today on Locked On Rockies, well, it's frustrating. Best stretch of the season, four-game losing streak. That's the 2023 Colorado Rockies. There's two areas the Rockies need to be much better in 2024 and beyond if they ever have hopes of going back to the postseason. You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the 20th day of 2023. I am your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, well, guess what? You're in the right spot. That's what we do around here each and every day is talk Rockies baseball right here on the Locked On Rockies podcast. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. Thank you so much for joining us and hanging out here on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel and on SiriusXM and the SiriusXM app. Today on the show, uh, we got there's there's two areas that I'm focused on for 2024, and it's not just pitching hits. It, it encompasses all of the on-the-field stuff, but it's just two benchmarks, I think, is the better way to call them to show that the Rockies are back to playing better and competitive baseball and playoff caliber baseball. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about if the uh, Padres got some new life in the playoff race following their sweep of the Rockies and what the playoff picture looks like here in the Rockies' potential impact because that's really one of the bigger storylines with the Rockies right now. I know we've talked about it a couple times, but it changes every day. So we'll talk about that, and we will check the 100-loss tracker to see how close the Rockies are, and if the Rockies will, in fact, do something they've never done in franchise history. Before we dive into everything today, today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. All right. Um, so sweep, swept, nearly no hit. And all of these storylines, all of these factors, all of these things are, are stuff to consider. But I want to focus on the fact that this was a road series against the division. That's the key. Those are the key areas right there. How will we know that the Rockies are back to playing good baseball? How will we know that the Rockies are competitive yet again? Well, when you're looking not only at wins and losses, you can look at where they're coming and who they're coming against. If the Rockies struggle as much as they, why a, a huge key component to why the Rockies are on track to lose 100 games, have struggled so much this season, is because this team can't play on the road and can't play against the division this season. They there is it's it's the level of talent, it's the differences, it's everything. The Rockies have been outmatched in these scenarios this year. Let's focus first on just the uh, road record for the Rockies. The 2023 Colorado Rockies are 22 and 56 away from home. And comparing that at least to the rest of the division, the Padres are 33 and 42. The Giants are 33 and 44. The Diamondbacks are 38 and 37. And the Dodgers are 43 and 31. Pretty crazy. What what do you notice there? What do you see there? The two teams in the playoff race are above 500 on the road, and or oh, I should say, a good chunk of them are still in the race too. The Giants aren't officially out of it yet, but their struggles continue. Uh, but 
my point is to win your division, to compete, to be playing in September, you have to play well on the road. I This has been a long-standing plague for the Colorado Rockies, but what when you look you can look at the immediate examples it's it's basically a, a pretty telltale sign especially for the rockies if a, the rockies play well on the road they are having a successful season when you go back and you go into 2017 and 2018 for the colorado rockies the rockies are 41 and 40 away from coors field in 2017 and the rockies then improved to 44 and 38 they're not mind-blowing numbers, not blow-you-away numbers, not anything, not a dominant team on the road, but you have to be 500. You have to be 500 or better on the road. That's key. That means you are stealing series in critical moments throughout the year. That means you're going into places that you historically have struggled to perform at, especially when you look at the Rockies' record in certain ballparks and against certain teams. If the Rockies finish above 500 on the road, then that season is probably going pretty darn well. Even when the Rockies are facing their their worst record of all time this year, they're 34 and 40 at home. So not really a dominant team at home by any stretch of the imagination, but they're a team that uh, it, it still shows you that they are much better at home. 12 more wins at, at least for the Rockies at home compared to uh, their their road splits. And then when you compare them to other teams, they're at least 11 wins behind other teams in the division. And the Giants are struggling on the road. And the Padres have underperformed this year. Other teams navigate. And, and I, know, I know they don't have to deal as much with the course field effect and blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter. That's one of the things we're looking for. On the top of player development, on top of everything, when we are trying to start looking for the trends that we want to follow when it comes to Rockies' success, when it comes to winning baseball for the Colorado Rockies, road performance is critical. It's crucial. These games add up. I mean, it's 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 a massive chunk of the season. It's half the season. <laughs> I mean, really, for these teams. I mean, it, it's it's... It is so, it is such a disadvantage for this team. It is such a, a, and, and I don't understand why it's so bad for the Rockies, especially when you're looking at other teams, there are worse teams on the road than the Rockies this year, but, but not by much. And this isn't the company you want to be, you want to be in. The only team I'm seeing with a worse record than the Rockies on the road are the Royals at 20 and 55. The Athletics are 22 and 53, so they are tied with the Rockies. And then next is the White Sox. Every other team is sitting comfortably in the 30s. The Angels maybe being the only one are the, are the exception at least in the American League. And then when we're looking here in the National League, the Rockies are by far the worst team on the road in the National League. There's no team in in the National League that has in, that's still hovering in the 20s of wins. And not only that, it's 22 wins for the Colorado Rockies. It's not high 20s. It's not flirting with it. It's not almost to 30. No, no, no. It's 22. The Rockies are at minimum nine uh, nine road wins away from the next lowest record. 
And that's the Mets at 31 and 55. The Mets and, and the Pirates then at 32. So the, the Rockies are an anomaly, really, when it comes to playing on the road, especially in the National League. I know there's a couple of teams here uh, that match, but the Athletics and the Royals are, are teams are, that are taking real tank, lose, focused approaches. And the Rockies fit into that, at least in the second half especially. But that's a huge sign. That's a telltale sign. And it's, again, focus. The, the course field enigma can't continue to confuse and confound you after 30 years. You have to start figuring out what is – and, and diving more into this stuff. And we hear it talked about on the broadcast. We hear about humidors. We hear about all these other – X, Y, Z. But to be the only team in the National League to not have 30 road wins is a huge problem. And to only be on the same level as the Royals and the Athletics that the Rockies have found themselves basically hovering next to all year long in terms of statistical performance, record, and XYZ, it's bad news. This So what's the next step this Rockies team can take? It's getting back to being 500 on the road. 500 on the road. That helps you get to the playoffs. That's the season you look at and say this Rockies team is back to competing and has figured it out. And we have to, we can't just focus on away losses. We need to talk about how bad the Rockies were against the division this year and how that how also has to change. Because the Rockies are just continuing to be, this year, just look so far behind the rest of the NL West, even with the struggles of half of the division as two of the teams in the division continue to soar. We'll talk about that coming up here in segment number two. Before we do that, though, want to tell you about our friends at Sleeper. And you are running out of time to get that uh, 100 times bonus to test your fantasy skills, your daily fantasy skills at Sleeper. If you have confidence in some of your favorite players, if you want to have confidence in the Rockies and and, and betting on hits, home runs, strikeouts, and all sorts of other key statistical categories, check out Sleeper. All you do is pick more or less on the stats I mentioned, home runs, hits, strikeouts, and more, and you can get up to 100 times payout on Sleeper. Get your picks right, and you could win big. That is, uh, it's just in time for the MLB playoffs around the corner as well. So that clock, it is ticking. Don't miss out on your 100 times your cash on daily fantasy baseball. And I know you got those skills. Y'all are smart baseball fans out there. Why not put your skills to the test at Sleeper and check out that 100 times bonus? Use the promo code locked on at sleeper.com and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. That's a $100 match on your first deposit at Sleeper when you use the promo code Locked on. Terms and conditions do apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. You can check it all out at sleeper.com and get that cash match when you use the promo code Locked On. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming services and on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel where your subscription is the best way to help the show. And I thank you so much for your help on uh, growing the show and being a part of the show and doing all your fan things. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. And shout outs to our friends at SiriusXM and the SiriusXM app where you can get all your Colorado Rockies play-by-play action and the Locked on Rockies podcast. Pretty cool, right? So in the first segment, we focused on how bad the Rockies have been on the road. And we've this is a conversation I feel like especially since 
I've started on this show, we've talked about all the time. In Especially in the post-playoff era for the Rockies, they've only gotten worse on the road. They were historically bad on the road with the last season of Trevor Story. And when you look at that season, could have gone differently if that team was better on the road. This team... This year, when you're tracking and you're looking, is this team going to set the new record for or, or for franchise losses in, in Rockies history? Yeah, and a big reason why you can point to it is the struggles on the road. Again, the Rockies are the only team in the National League that have not won 30 games on the road this year, and the only teams that are still in the 20s in the American League are the White Sox and the Athletics and the Royals. So three teams, my apologies there. Not good company. Not good company at all. <laughs> and mixed in with all of that and mixed in with a plethora of these losses has been the Rockies struggles against the NL West this year the Rockies have been pitiful against the NL West this year they've played 55 games against the NL West so far this year and uh, they are 12 or, I'm sorry uh, they have played 48 games against the uh, the NL West this year and they are 12 and 36 you just simply can't do that. You simply have to be better. They, they they have no series wins against the NL West this year, and that looks to continue. They didn't get uh, actually. I'm sorry. <laughs> that reverse it. They got their first one. I forgot. I blocked out that. I was I was so uh, I was so blinded by being swept there. I forgot that the Rockies did just take down the Giants at home for their first uh, for their first series win against the NL West this year. But you can't get your first series win against your division in September. <laughs> you just simply can't. And I know that there it's a tough division. I know that there's good ball being played in the division. I know there's exciting teams in the division. And as much as I, I really do wish the Rockies, personally, I would, I would love it if the Rockies never have to play most of these uh, the division teams ever again because I'm sick and tired of, of playing them, and I'm sick and tired of them watching them beat up on the Rockies and the Rockies being the younger player. But when the Rockies handle business against the division, and if they can handle the business against the division, it's another sign that they're in the right spot. It might not be the case this year, and we'll have to see how it looks next year as, as this team, as we approach the offseason, we kind of have to get in the mindset of, is this team going to be, what steps forward will this team take in the offseason? Because they're showing the flashes, they're showing the stuff to be encouraged by, they're losing the close ball games, and yada, 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 yada. But one of the first challenges that this team has to overcome next year in 2024 is success in the division. You need to split series. You need to uh, you need to win series. You need to be able to handle the big dogs because you're not going to be able to handle the rest of the league. As been it's been fully evident this year. A key sign of uh, or, or a big thing that you can point to of why the Rockies are are outmatched this year is their poor play within the division. I mean this it, it, they're. They're not just losing. They're not. They're not just below five hundred. They're getting smoked by the division, and that just can't happen. That just can't be the case. It just can't be the norm. It can't be the standard. It's a team that needs that that needs to be competitive. That needs to swing back. And 
I'm just not sure how confident we can be in this team immediately recovering next year and being able to hang and handle the division. There's, you know, San Diego is going to make adjustments. You know, San Francisco is going to make an adjustment. You know, the Dodgers are, are just the machine and Arizona has set themselves up pretty darn well. And they're in a spot that they can build up and add to where they're at right now. So my key focus my I think two areas that 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 when we're looking for if this team is actually legit if these guys if the Rockies have put together these young guys that they're putting up and and and, and putting out there they have to show that they can handle the division if you can handle the division you can handle yourself in the playoffs because this is playoff caliber competition here more, more often than not, when the Rockies match up with a division rival, it's a playoff caliber team or a team in the mix. The, the, the NL West is going to send two people to the postseason. Two teams. I mean, you know, so that's almost half the division that's going there. That's two representatives. Not every division can say that. If you handle the division and you handle the division on the road... That's the double jeopardy. That's the double bonus. That's the two times money. That's the big stuff right there. Road series against the division are crucial benchmarks for this team, especially next year. Next year is still going to be a year of development and growth, most likely. It's still going to be a year of figuring it out. If the Rockies are truly building up and up and getting gearing up towards I don't know, maybe 2025, maybe 22. It might be even 2026. We'll see. But the the benchmarks to focus on next year for this team, especially in the first half, road series against the division. These are those are key. Success on the road, success against the division means success overall, which bodes well for the playoffs, which bodes well for getting back to the playoffs and the way the Rockies can play in the playoffs. Problem is, the Rockies make the playoffs so infrequently, they don't get any sort of consistent playoff exposure and experience. So you need to use these division games. You need to go up against these big-name teams and these high-performing and high-caliber teams and take them down. That's how you know your team's going in the right direction. That's how you know you're in the right spot. But on the flip side... If division realignment ever happens, get us the heck out of the NL West as fast as possible. I would gladly not play these teams all the time. But when I'm looking at things to, to, to start setting the expectations for for next year for the Rockies, road series and series against the division are going to be some of my key indicators, are going to be some of the key things that I'm looking for for the Rockies to watch if this team is moving forward, not staying stagnant, not getting worse. If this team's moving forward with this core and with these players, they need to handle those two areas. It's a must. The Rockies cannot be successful if they don't win series on the road and they don't win series against the division or even split series on the division. 500 ball has to be the norm for both of them. 
And honestly, if you're really taking steps forward, if you can feel more confident in this core than the last playoff core for the Rockies, they'll be above 500 and and succeed in these areas where the Rockies have historically struggled instead of struggle. Okay, so that's kind of my little spiel, my little two areas where I really need to see the Rockies get better. Uh, let's take a look at the NL wildcard playoff picture. Let's take a look at the 100 loss tracker and uh, talk about more Rockies baseball coming up here in segment number three. But before we do that, got to tell you about Jace Medical. Modern medical care and treatment are important, but our global supply chains are fragile. Things like pandemics, natural disasters, and foreign travel may cut you off from the treatment you need. Jace Medical is your solution. Just fill out their online form and one of Jace Medical's board-certified physicians will renew it to determine whether medications are safe and appropriate. Then Jace will send your prescriptions to one of their partner pharmacies where your order will be filled and mailed directly to your home. You can also send your physician a message for answers to treatment-related questions at any time. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace Case. Save more than $360 by getting all of these antibiotics with Jace Medical plus an additional $20 off by using the code Locked On at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com, promo code Locked On. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. Bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. Shoutouts to all of our everydayers out there. I know the pod's later than normal today, but when the day games happen, it's kind of like, you know, and I do it in the afternoon. A little recap's a little bit better, so it's going to be interesting. A lot of day games coming up here for the Rockies uh, against the Cubs as they're uh, going up into a key, key, key series for the cubbies they are currently holding down that last wild card spot they got a game against pittsburgh right now miami trying to get in there and take it away from them they're playing the mets right now so i was curious did the padres gain a little momentum a little steam a little life and a little energy heading into uh the wild card race this after this sweep there because they've been playing some good ball of late eight and two on a seven game winning streak as well the Padres are, but man, they still find themselves uh, under 500 by three games, and they still find themselves five games out of the wild card race. I, I, I mean, it's going to take a Rocktober-like run for that team to make it to the playoffs. I don't necessarily think they've gotten enough life, but San Francisco struggling still took a, uh, a loss against the Diamondbacks as well, who are solidifying their spot in the wild card. That was a big, that's a big series and, and a big moment for those other teams too, is Cincinnati and Miami trying to pull away from San Francisco and San Diego as the uh, teams fighting for that last wild card spot alongside the Cubs. If the Cubs drop this series, if, if they're going to look, if they look at a, a moment where they, they struggle here against Colorado and, and which they did the last time they were at Coors Field, it, it could be deadly. It could be detrimental depending on uh, how Miami and Cincinnati figure things out as well i'm, I'm liking the uh, phillies right now they're fighting still they they're three and a half up uh from in that wild card spot arizona's only uh, a game back there uh i guess according to uh no a game above i'm sorry they are uh two games behind philly there so philly's got a pretty good hold on that uh first wild card spot but 
San Diego, I think they're still going to come a little bit short. I mean, they, they, the, the strength of schedule and who they have remaining could open up some opportunities for them. But uh, I think San Diego is going to be uh, it, it's going to be a, a tough sledding there, even though that they have, are building the right type of momentum to see if they're going to maybe really try to make a run at it. And San Francisco is just looking like they are falling out of uh, they are running out of gas and uh, falling flat here towards the end. They're the only team uh, them and the Cubs are the, at the, the teams kind of in the race or in the race that are under 500 in their last 10 games. But. San Diego is certainly at least trying to keep a pulse alive with their play of late, but uh, I don't think they necessarily got enough to make it in. We'll see how uh, Miami and Cincinnati gear up. I'm 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 pulling for them. I, I'd like to see Miami and Cincinnati be one of the teams making it in there. Uh, and uh, you know Arizona can't can't get too too comfortable though, uh, as they only are are got a two game lead there. So. They got to keep playing good ball. They got to keep uh, finishing the season strong. Every single moment matters for these guys. And uh, Arizona playing in New York coming up next here for them. So wild card still so good. And it's even, I mean, it's still really good on the AL side too. That AL West race is one of the most fascinating and one of the best in baseball. And, and it really is interesting to, to what team do you, fully have the confidence in this postseason as the Braves have been shaky here and there. And, uh, you know, do the Dodgers have enough to really do it all? And uh, it, it will be interesting to see how, how, how much can the, can the Rays and the Orioles handle the postseason and, and everything like that with how good they are? I think we're in for a, a really special uh, October baseball here. I think there's, it's going to be some great ball with some really interesting matchups. So uh, I'm really, really excited to see that stuff and be excited for that. Even though the Rockies are finding themselves uh, watching the playoffs instead of participating in them yet again, uh, the Rockies road to 100 losses, boy, howdy it's in full effect here. I, there, the Rockies could have their hundred losses as soon as uh, next week. Uh, this is a team that is going to be, again, uh, three-gamer against the Cubs. And then at least the, the Rockies get to finish the year at home. So that might be might be the benefit. But three series left, four games in, against the Dodgers. I still think that the 100-loss season is, is, is here. I don't think it's going to be as bad as, as we thought it was going to be. But just like we're seeing right now, Rockies go on a good solid stretch, four straight losses. This team hasn't been able to navigate the bad stretches and, and and break things up enough. But hopefully this is the difference maker here. And they, and if they, it would be very Rockies, very Rockies to finish with 99 losses just to be able to say, hey, we didn't lose 100. Be able to lean on that and say, hey, no matter what, y'all said we were, y'all said we were going to do it. Paul on Locked On Rockies, we're listening to you. You said 100 losses, it ain't going to happen. Or it didn't happen. But 99 losses is still pretty bad. And I believe still the worst in franchise history. I believe the team's, I think it's 98 is the uh, the most amount of losses. I can't be, I could be wrong. It's it's not necessarily a, a stat I like to keep on hand is most losses for the Rockies. But uh, the road to 100 is, uh, I think it's going to be determined in these next two series. I think the Rockies can kind of go blow for blow with the Twins at home. And uh, and and see what's going on there. Are the twins at any? Uh, will will that determine anything? 
they're pretty set in the division. They're going to have to, they're going to have to really mess things up to, to, to not win that division. They got a nine game lead there. So I think Minnesota is going to be sitting pretty and, uh, and be all right there, even no matter what happens with that Rocky series. So Rockies fall to the Padres get swept by the Padres and, uh, Hundred losses, only four losses away from that happening for the first time in Rockies history. We'll see if they avoid it. We'll see if they sink the Cubs playoff hopes this weekend and this week here as we get ready for more Rockies baseball. Thank you all so much for joining us for another episode of Locked On Rockies. Thanks for hanging out with us here on the Locked On Rockies podcast and on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel. You can find us on your favorite streaming services. You can find us on SiriusXM and the SiriusXM app, and of course. You got all your Colorado sports covered with the Locked On Broncos, Locked On Avalanche, Locked On Buffs, and the Locked On Nuggets podcasts. Check them all out. Don't miss a moment of your Colorado sports coverage here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.